Hey all you space cats, it's your favorite underground artist, Mitch Miller, and this is the Black Hole Podcast, Season 4, Alma Voter Tech Startup, and this is Episode 4. Thanks for joining me, I'm going to give a little update on the Alma Voter platform, I'm going to read a letter that I wrote to the new mayor of Pittsburgh, uh, Mayor Ganey, and go into a couple programs that I ideas I had for the city of Pittsburgh if I was elected mayor. Um, one having to do with juveniles that have run-ins with police, and the other having to do with the homeless. So update on Alma Voter. Haven't made much traction. Haven't reached out to these uh, Ivy League colleges yet, to, to their computer clubs yet. I'm going to try to do that in the upcoming future here. Um, but yeah, it's it's simple. It's a it's a I'm trying to build a voting platform where a population like alumni and students of a university or a or a county population can register an account, verify they're a county resident or a alumni or student of a university and vote on topics that guide the leadership of that university. They're going to vote on subjects put by the leadership, and the leadership can post podcasts about their day-to-day activities, their schedule, who they're meeting with, things like that. So it's a simple voting platform for a population to be able to vote on different subjects and topics to guide leadership I'm not saying let's do away with all the traditional leadership structures. Let's keep those in place as a backup plan, as an emergency plan. But let's transition towards closer towards direct democracy by allowing our vote to count for leadership to be guided by the vote of our of our uh, population. I don't know of any other anybody else trying to build this maybe there's other people out there trying to build a similar thing but we say we live in a democracy and it blows my mind that we've had the internet for 20 30 years and nothing like this is in popular demand anywhere on the internet that i that i see uh so it's time it's time to have this platform um so that's about all I have to say about Alma Voter. I'm looking for at least one computer science person to help me build it. Um, haven't had any luck yet. Uh, Alma Voter is focused on the University of Pittsburgh. It'd be ideal if a current student or alumni were able to help me with it. I'm an alumni of that university. And, uh, yeah. So, moving on. Um... I ran for mayor of Pittsburgh, kind of. I uh, I put some signs on my car. I got a website, MitchForMayor.com, and um, I didn't win, obviously. Uh, I, w- I was running on a direct democracy platform, and uh, I didn't win. I don't. I might have got two votes. I don't know. So what I did was I wrote to Mayor Ganey because I have a lot of good ideas for the city of Pittsburgh. And the day before his inauguration, I wrote to Mayor Ganey. I'm going to read that uh, letter now, 
and then go into some of the ideas I have. So, uh, my name, dear Mayor Ganey, my name is Mitch Miller and I have a psychiatric disability. In March of 2020, I made a video announcing I was running for mayor of Pittsburgh. I also secured the MitchForMayor.com website and posted my platform of direct democracy at the city level. By March of 2021, I had completed a novel titled Femme Party, in which I detail many of the ideas I would have tried to enact if I became mayor. These ideas included a plan for reparations for Native and African Americans on the city level. If you would like to like a free version of this book, I can send you a Word document or EPUB file so that you or your staff can read it. When I found out that Pittsburgh might get its first black mayor, I toned down my campaign and made it about promoting an internet platform I am trying to launch called Periscope. The Periscope platform allows elected officials to keep a daily podcast about their activities, post topics and decisions for their constituents to vote on, and publish their schedule, including a description of who they met with. I believe this platform will bring transparency to the political process and is the first step to campaign finance reform. I'm writing to you to see if there's any way you could hire me into your administration. I have many ideas that I did not put in the book that could help the people of Pittsburgh. Ultimately, these ideas must get out and sooner rather than later. If you don't have time to read the Femme Party novel, I would be happy to send you an example of one program I have come up with to help troubled youth in Pittsburgh. If you do find a position in your administration for me, you have my word that a large portion of my salary will be used to launch the Periscope platform, at least at the city level in Pittsburgh. I know that you are much more qualified to be mayor than I ever will be, and I think together we can make this city and the world a better place for more people. Even though I have a disability, I believe I am extremely intelligent and that my ideas and programs can help a lot of people and your administration. Links to my novel and podcast can be found on my website, MitchForMayor.com. Thank you and congratulations, Mitch Miller. So, wrote that a month and a half ago. I didn't receive any type of response back. Um... I'm probably not going to post this for another week, so basically gave him about two months before I talk about this program that I want to that I want to put out there because I think every mayor in the country should adopt this program. Uh, it just came to me recently, but uh, I have a lot of other good ideas for Pittsburgh. And this program is for, uh, like I said, juveniles that come into contact with police and come out of that. Uh, encounter with fines and uh, possible charges. So basically what we would do at the city of Pittsburgh level is track all fines better. So anyone that has an encounter with police, law enforcement, and is issued a fine from the city of Pittsburgh, uh, they would be given a, an account where it could be an online account where they can see what their fine is. And, and we have this to some extent to pay off your fines, but once they're paid off, they just kind of disappear and they're put on your permanent record, but you don't have access to it necessarily. So uh, you track the fines of everyone that is issued a fine accumulatively, so you can see back to age 15, your first fine, and possibly even print out, there's statements printed out every year to show 
how much in fines, this could be parking tickets, anything you paid that year. Now this is specifically, it could just start at the juvenile level if adults don't want to track their fines. I, I think we should do it, but the government probably doesn't want to do it because then people would be able to see how much they actually pay in fines, which isn't good for business, big government business. Could just start at the juvenile level. But here's the thing. So it's easy, I know from experience, it's easy to get picked up on an underage drinking charge or smoking a little pot, get a big fine. And uh, so what I'm proposing is that up to $500, if you're a juvenile or young adult and you get fined, your fines are tracked, and if you graduate high school, okay, if you graduate high school, you get $500 of your own money back, of your fine money. So it's an incentive for people who might have taken a wrong step to buck up, do good in high school, graduate, and they get some of their money back or all of their money back up to $500. In addition, say they've accumulated thousands of dollars worth of fines, if they get accepted into a post-secondary school, a trade school, a uh, college, a university, they can apply to the city to get all of their fine money back. So if they had $2,000 in fines over their course of their juvenile career, uh, they'd get $500 back when they graduate high school, and they would get $1,500 towards their trade school post-secondary education. Okay, so hypothetically, people that make mistakes, especially juveniles, would get their fine money back. Um, and I think it would motivate uh, people who took wrong steps in life to uh, maybe get back on the right track. I think it would benefit uh, juvenile delinquents. I, I don't like to call them delinquents, but that's a word that we throw around. So... Um, I'm a delinquent myself, so I don't feel bad saying that, but it would motivate and it, it would, and I think it's the right thing to do. I think every mayor in the country should adopt this program. So that's the program I was going to write to Mayor Ganey about. If he wrote back to me in my email, I was going to let him take full credit for this program and uh, just keep my mouth shut about who suggested it to him uh, as part to become part of his administration. Uh, but now it's out there. Now I'm going to publish it on this podcast. I think it's the right thing to do. I'm still waiting to hear from Mayor Ganey. And also, if you're a mayor out there and you would like me to be in your administration, I would appreciate the job offer um, and be happy to uh, take up that offer in your administration. Like I said, I have lots of ideas for the city to benefit the people of any large city or medium-sized city like Pittsburgh. So uh, I'm available. If you want to offer me a job in your administration, we can talk and figure out where the best position for me would be. I have lots of programs and ideas for that. So the second thing I wanted to talk about was a program for the homeless. Now, if I was a tech uh, millionaire, billionaire, like I like I'm hoping to be someday so that I can use the money to 
fund a lot of projects that would do a lot of good in this world. Uh, I would try to find a bank to partner with a local or regional bank. And I don't have to be a millionaire or billionaire to do this, but, you know, it would help with, on the technology side to be able to t tackle some of these projects. But for the homeless, I mean, the homeless, there's a lot of horror stories. Uh, there's people that uh, that age out of the foster care system and end up on the streets. There's people that lose their houses, lose their jobs. There's psychiatric mental illness that causes people to lose their their status in life. But there's also people who tried to eke out a living on a minimum wage job, tried to keep an apartment over their head, and just said, I'm done with it. I'm just going to live on the streets and take advantage of, hopefully take advantage of some of the social programs. There's not many in the United States, not like Denmark where I lived on the streets for several months. And, uh, and that's where this comes from. When I was in Denmark, I figured out that I had to come up with 20 kroner per day to eat. I could sleep in a homeless shelter free at night. There was a free breakfast from the Salvation Army every morning. I had to come up with 20 kroner to buy lunch at the homeless shelter. It was a very cheap lunch. And then I found a place to get free food for dinner. So, and that's the thing with these people who choose to live like this. They just need three meals and not much else. A warm coat, warm backpack, warm uh, sleeping bag, things like that. So what I would do is partner with a bank to come up with a debit card type thing where homeless people could have an account. They can check their account at the library on the computer and they can post how much money they need per day to live. Now they might be able to print out a QR code so if they're standing on the street somebody could scan it through their smartphone and get linked up with their account and donate directly to them using, you know, uh, electronic means instead of giving cash. Cash, you can buy alcohol and drugs. This is more for food, uh, clothing. Uh, we could even partner with pharmacies to pay for psychiatric medication for these people. But you'd have to find a bank willing to not make all the fees off of operating a debit card. But say someone needs $15 a day. Uh, a homeless person, they they can get three meals, three five dollar meals. I mean, you can't even get that at McDonald's anymore. So it's probably more likely thirty dollars a day. But people can check in on their favorite homeless people or any homeless people and give to their account uh, via this online system. And the homeless person has a debit card. They can swipe it, get food. Uh, they could maybe write in their account if they're able to access the internet at the library or something like that. And uh, say I'm saving up for a sleeping bag or a, or a warm coat, and people can give specifically to that fund. But it's uh, to help people on the streets that, uh, you know, ultimately you want everyone to have a shelter with warmth, but some people choose to live a nomadic lifestyle and this could help them as well as people who need psychiatric medication things like that so that's the second thing i wanted to talk about just a little homeless program that could be put into effect 
if I had the means to found the technology side of it and partner with a bank. Um, so those are some of my ideas. Uh, I'm over 15 minutes. I'm on over 16 minutes, actually. So I'll close out with that. But uh, thanks for listening. Like I said, if you're a mayor looking for uh, an intelligent uh, innovator for your administration, I'm available. Um, and I would probably work fairly cheap uh, to see some of these changes made at the city level. So, or I'll use the money to, from my salary to found the Periscope platform, like I said. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. This is Mitch Miller signing off.